Hi, my name is Scott Schweitzer, and I am the Clydesdale CrossFitter. My friends Amy Radowski, Charlie Ode, and Kat Shear, and I, we are 40-plus Masters athletes who love the sport of CrossFit. We want to bring you athlete interviews, human interest stories, and all the news from the Open to the Sanctionals to the CrossFit Games. We also want to share our journey to get fit and healthy using the sport of CrossFit. If you like what you hear, hit that subscribe button and consider giving us a five-star rating. We are now available on YouTube at the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends Podcast and all traditional podcast platforms. Also, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at the Clydesdale CrossFitter. And now, off to this week's episode of the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. and welcome to this episode of the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. My name is Kat Shear, and I'm your guest host. Thank you so much for listening. Today we are recording the final episode in a trilogy, so to speak, where I as a listener take over and interview the co-host of the show. So last, but certainly not least, here we are with Charlie Odie. Charlie, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. So we're on Zoom, people cannot see, but you are in your car. I am. I am. Does that have anything to do with the fact that you have five children? Uh, it, it slightly does. Um, it would change the, the interview dynamic a little bit. So, uh, so you, are, you are in the car just to get some peace and quiet. Exactly. It's, I love it's it. my place of it. peace. <laughs> cool. So listen, before we get started too, I hope you, I'm not putting you on the spot, but I heard on a recent episode where you were notably absent where Amy mm-hmm. and Scott were describing some kind of poop situation um, at your yes. house. And I it feel was. like your listeners owed an explanation. So I'm going to give you the opportunity now to sort of wrap a bow around that whole debacle. Here <laughs> well, uh, you know, as, as we, we previously talked about, I do have five children. Um, two of them are, are older and can kind of function for themselves i have three little ones um, as some of the listeners may know six four and two so the the four-year-old is um has quite a mind of his own and likes to kind of do whatever he wants to do and um you know we he was upset about something so he decided to go upstairs for a while and uh and uh, just be by himself. Um, Hopefully, I was hoping he was self-regulating, which apparently turned into, uh, um, I guess he did calm himself down, but. um, Right, that's his own time. Right. So, um, you know, he comes downstairs without his diaper on and he says, uh, you know, there's an incident, there's something happened and uh, there's something on the ceiling. And I said, well, (laughs) I'm hoping that this is not what we, what I think it is. So I went up there and sure enough, there it was. Oh man. Was he, was he proud of it or was he sort of concerned? You know, I, I feel like he was kind of proud of it. Um, okay. You know, the, the fact that he kind of showed his arm off a little bit and got a little, little distance on it um, kind of slightly made me proud, but it's the same time, you know, I was a little disturbed by it. So. That's awesome. We, so who, do, who does he covered. take after? Does he take after you or your wife? Uh, my wife, for sure. Oh She's def- right. He is definitely her favorite. So 
love she it. can have it. Love it. Okay. Well, I'm glad you found some time, a quiet place for us to chat. Um, really looking forward to getting to, to know you and hear your story a little bit. So let's dig into that sort of that, how did you find CrossFit uh, dialogue? And let's, let's start there. So um, when we had our, my wife and I, my wife and I had our, um, our six-year-old, we were living across the street from um, a couple former members, actually current members of uh, Shred CrossFit, you know, and they had said, you know, you guys look like you're, you're athletic. You kind of do some, some workouts here and there. Why don't you come over and check out this CrossFit uh, thing? And so, you know, I was, as, as most people with CrossFit, I was like, eh, I don't know what that is. It sounds weird. It sounds like a cult. Uh, my wife decided to give it a try um, and immediately fell in love with it, fell in love with the people. Um, you know, the owners are her best friends. People there are her best friends. And, you know, it took her about two years to get me to, to decide, oh, maybe I'll go try it and see it out. And then um, now, and that's just kind of once I got, in, once I got involved, I kind of took past her level. Um, as you know from, from Scott and I, you know, we've really dug into to this whole thing and are really, really fan out for kind of the little silly things about it. So. I love it. I love it. So what was your, you said um, your neighbor noticed that you guys were sort of athletic. Did you have yep. an athletic background going up? Um, I did. I did. I played, um, I played college football in Miami and um, my wife actually played a lot of basketball coming up. So I played all sports in high school and, and middle school and all that stuff. And she did as well. Um, and then, you know, kind of, you know, as you do when you're done, you're just kind of like, eh, I don't really want to do anything anymore. Uh, you know, you go to the gym, your, your Globo gym, and kind of go through the motions, and you just kind of get bored with it. And then, so this kind of, you know, CrossFit gives you that competitive vibe to it. Now, we're on the master side of things, so it's a little, it's a little struggle to get against these 20-year-olds, uh, but you got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I, I bet. How about um, explain to me the difference between the uh, the weight room at Miami um, and then compared to what you know now about weightlifting? Uh, I think more, you know, based on, you know, kind of the the wide, the functional fitness, as we like to call it, um, I think you become better rounded in this type of environment, whereas in the weight room, you're kind of, you know, it was more you know, Mondays was chest and tries, you know, you did squats one day, you did, you know, specific modalities, a lot of the strength components that you, that you get in, you know, in Olympic lifting or, or powerlifting and anything like that, uh, working more on explosive things. There's, there's a, a lot more running in CrossFit that I really am okay with, but, you know, I think it's just part of making yourself a real round, real rounded person. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that you're okay with the running thing because I still have a, I hate it. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm not okay with it at all. <laughs> For me. Okay, good. Yeah, no, we hate running. But the older I get too, the more, the more it just really, uh, really hurts me. So, yeah, anything over 200 like meters, I'm like, do I have to? <laughs> so, so the five kids and your wife, so do you have a, a blended family then? Yes. Okay. So the, the so two older kids. So we actually uh, worked in the same place. We used to live in Charlotte, North Carolina. 
um, and actually worked for the same um, advertising company and um, kind of just interacted every day and kind of went from there. Mm -hmm. Did she, uh, did you grow up in Charlotte or in North Carolina? Uh, I actually grew up here um, in Columbus. Um, okay. Got to escape for a little while and, you know, was in Charlotte for about nine years and then you know, the, my older kids moved back to Columbus. So it was a natural move for me to not be away from them. So moved back here. Sure. Okay. And what do you, what do you do for work? So I work for uh, two television stations here in Columbus, the ABC and the Fox television stations and sell advertising. Oh, okay. And is your wife still in that line of work as well? She is in the line of work of watching these children. Oh, yeah, I guess. I forgot there were five of them. Yeah. It's a lot harder <laughs> of a job than I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I don't doubt it for sure. Being home with my kids now, and they're 17 and 14, and I still, um, you know, sometimes miss the days of, of corporate America. <laughs> right, for sure. right. Yeah, a little, right. little bit of an escape, for sure. Yeah, there's um, many so, times I'm sitting in this car going, yep, um, this quarantine needs to be over. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> So on a normal, on normal given week in terms of uh, what's your workout schedule look like? So typically I would go in, do the um, 6 a.m. class or okay. um, Tuesdays and Thursdays. You know, our our co-host Amy and I have a 40-plus club that her and I work out together at 7 a.m. And, um, you know, that one's more for quality than anything else. Mm -hmm. You know, as we, as we get older, we try to work on not killing ourselves as we do on the other classes. But um, yeah, so I like to get it in early as, you know, with the kids at the end of the day, you know, kind of doing things with them. So I like to get it in uh, before work. And it kind of gives me, it gives me energy during the day, so. Right. Now your wife, your wife's name's Lisa, right? Correct. Lisa, does she, does she get her workouts in yet? She's still working out or is she really hurting for time with the kids? Uh, no, she does. Um, the great thing about um, our gym, we do have a kids area, and they're they're pretty adapt to going in there um, because it's a, it's a great space for them. They they get to get some energy out as well. Uh, being there with some of their friends who you know we've met through CrossFit and some other kids there, so it's it's definitely a great place for them, her and them as well. Do the kids, are any of the kids into uh, CrossFit or other sports? Uh, the older kids, um, I have a 17-year-old son. He plays basketball. Um, he needs to get into CrossFit because he's about six foot, maybe 65 pounds. But um, oh, he, wow. uh, yeah, oh. so he's, <laughs> there's not a lot of meat on he that bone. <laughs> But I think the um, we'll we'll call him the uh, the poop thrower. He's probably the one that's built for CrossFit. So I would see him <laughs> being the the one because he he does strict muscle ups on the bed for some apparent reason, just random things that don't seem right. All right, it's so minus the pooping, sounds like my hero. Right. So that's pretty right. cool. I guess right. maybe we'll come in with Amy on a kids class here soon once he gets a little older. Right. Right. The way he sits in a squat, and I'm like, that's not – I don't like uh, that. 
<laughs> I know. I wish we had developed from a younger age for sure. So how old were you when you, uh, when you started? So I would have been probably 38, I guess. Okay. So you're, you're almost, so you're in that 40 to 44 range yep. right now. Yep. When you, when you hit the 45? Uh, three years. Well, two and a half years. So I'll be 43 this year. That's real exciting. You know, when you go from that one age group to the other, you get a nice little spike in your open placing right. placement right. thing. I'm, I'm 47. So I'm, I'm now on the downward. <laughs> I'm waiting for 50. <laughs> I can't wait for 50. Well, I always, I always tell myself this is, you know, when I hit that, that first group, that's when I'm going to go to the games. But then I realize Casper Bauer and, you know, uh, all those guys are still in that group with me. So, Spieler. They're not having yeah. birthdays soon, right? Right. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Yeah, I've got, <laughs> I've got a couple, you know, that same thing. I have these uh, delusions of grandeur thinking like, oh, when I turn 50, like I should be able to, once I get my muscle ups and, and all that good stuff, I should be able to, you know, go to the games. And I realize that all those ladies that have been beating me for years are still going to be around. <laughs> Yeah, I gotta kind of hope that I'll just lose interest, you know. Right, right. <laughs> they make some new rule like rookies only this year. You're right. You might have a shot. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So, um, on that note, so I'm super competitive. It sounds like maybe you are too. What kind of uh, what's your competition landscape look like? Well, you know, before all this, uh, Scott and I decided we were going to do a competition later in the year. Um, so that that's still up in the air and then um you know i try i've tried to do one at least one local comp a year um so and then i was you know my thought this year was to do two or three and then obviously everything's kind of kind of up in limbo now but um yeah, yeah just tried to get myself in better shape for those i think that's you know the the gym's one thing we have a couple we have a couple fire breathers in there mostly our gym is more middle-agers um mm -hmm. so there's a you know i try to make that mistake of trying to keep up with them every now and then but just it you know it gets me fired up a little bit and then i realize that they're recovering faster than i am so right right um how about spectator sports in terms of crossfit like what was your first uh in-person experience like did you go have you gone to regionals games or anything like that yeah i've um so i went to regionals here when it was in Columbus two or three years ago. Um, okay. And it was great. Um, I also went to, when they had an open announcement at Rogue, went to that as well. Um, wow. Both of those are super exciting. I mean, just to see not only the regional guys who are closer to what you could probably do, and then seeing, you know, the open, which had, I think it was Kerry Pierce, um, Christy O'Connell, you know, those guys were doing it that year and just seeing them up close as well. And just seeing the phenomenal athletes that they are. And, you know, it's and just the, the access. Yeah. The ac access to them is really kind of cool too. Like you, they're just walking around with everybody Absolutely. else, you know, that was, I remember my first regional was probably 14 or 15. Yeah. And, uh, the vendors was super cool. I spent way too much money like on yeah. stuff yeah. because you just could. And, you know, having access, just having people like, I remember Lauren Brooks just walking next to me or Talena mm -hmm. Fortunato, 
um, Anatana Cliff was just buying a t-shirt like right next to me yeah. at the vendor space and yeah. Jordan, Jordan Troy is doing his thing. It, that was just really cool for me. And yeah. as a, as a nerd of sport, it's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> it's also funny seeing them in public where, you know, people who aren't on our level of it, they're just, you know, cause most of them like, you know, Josh Bridges is probably my height. So you're just kind of walking around and that's just a guy, but, to me, I'm like, nobody sees that that's Josh Bridges. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> right. I, I was amazed, too, at just how tiny some of the girls are. I mean, they look ginormous yeah. on, you know, social media and things like that. But you could, yeah. like, fit them in your pocket. They're so right. little. <laughs> right. And, yeah, you look at, so, like, Tia and Katrin, and they're, they're, they're lean. Um, you know, they're not – but they're throwing up so much weight. It's like, Wow. I guess there is something about the technique that's that's really <laughs> how you get this thing right. done. Yeah, super impressive for sure. Um, all right, so do you remember your first wad? Uh, my first wad was actually Murph. Um, so, all you oh, people starting CrossFit on Murph. I would have let I, I, it ran the other way. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that it humbled me enough, and my competitive enough was like this is this can't be right. This, <laughs> I can't be this terrible. So, yeah. yeah. So do you, um, you do any Murph training or are you just a once a year Murph guy now? Um, I'm pretty much once a year Murph guy. Um, mm -hmm. the, the, one of the, my better workouts is Cindy. So, um, so Murph is kind of in my way outside of the running portion of it um yeah. murph murph actually works well for me if i could take that if i could have someone else do the running i'd be perfect yeah. <laughs> I, I say that in every running workout i'm like Who right. this partner workout? you run right. everything else yeah <laughs> that's what that's what uh amy and i are great partners because she can she loves all the running and then just let me do all the pull-ups and all the push-ups and all that she can have it. She can have all of that. So there's a guy, um, his name is Philip. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he is local to the Cleveland area. And he is right. doing one Murph a day for 365 days. Mm. Um, he's on Instagram. I will try to figure out his handle um, so that we can let the listeners um, follow him if he's public. But this guy is no joke. He's doing a Murph a day, sometimes more than one Murph a day. He has this thing with prime numbers. So yeah. on a day that is a prime number, he does like three or four Murphs. Um, sometimes in a row, sometimes he'll sub the run for a bike. He'll sub the run for a swim. He'll do it like Cindy style. Sometimes mm -hmm. he'll do it all the way through. Sometimes he does it with a wet vest, yeah. sometimes without. I mean, talk about mind right. game, <laughs> right. you know, and mentality. You know, at first blush, I'm like, well, that's stupid. I would really hurt myself. <laughs> right. He's been, uh, it's kind of cool. He's, he's coming up on his year, I think, too. I want to say maybe the year is going to end on Memorial Day. Um, so it's just, if you're in, into that kind of mind stuff, it'd be interesting to take yeah. a look at that and see uh, what he's up to. But really cool stuff. I love does, it. He, um, does he wear a vest every time? Not always, but most of the time, yeah. Okay. Um, and, and clearly his hand care game is on point, right? Because, <laughs> right. you know, I'm going to fall off, I think. Right. 
Um, no, he was involved with the, uh, the Winter Classic. The Winter Classic. Oh, okay. He's either, I want to say he's with CrossFit Cleveland or CrossFit Cadre or one of those. But yeah. he was like the events director of that. Um, real nice guy, Philip. Uh, man bun, you know. Oh, okay. Uh, I think I've seen him before. Ex-military. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Would make sense. <laughs> Insane. So, uh, between you, Scott, and Amy, who's the fittest? I'm going to say Amy. Okay. Is that uh, just now because of something, or has she always been the fittest? Uh, I don't know. I, I think her engine is better. Okay. Um, she's a little more mobile than the rest of us, so... I would say overall, she's probably fitter. I spent a little time last night going head to head with Amy on every open from 2014 to present. Oh and, yeah. Uh, she beat me. Yeah. I think she beat me 24 <laughs> to 13 in terms of workouts. Yeah. So that was a fun exercise. Yeah. I'm crazy competitive. So yeah, that was fun. to do. <laughs> yeah. She's love it. She's... Right, so no, well, I'm going to just turn the tables here and we're going to talk a little bit about the podcast, right? So okay. this is all sort of new to everybody. Started in November timeframe, I guess. What, yep. what, uh, what got you involved? So, uh, you know, Scott and I would always, you know, we'd either text each other, we'd call each other, see each other at the gym and just talk about little things that we've seen uh, throughout CrossFit, um, whether it be Instagram, whether it be, you know, something that, you know, Richie or brother buttery bros or, you know, something that somebody posted and we just have little side conversations with it. Um, especially when he started judging, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'd always, when he get back, I, you know, I'd be excited to hear, you know, who he's, who he talked to, who he, you know, who he had a chance to see and, you know, all those things. And, you know, we've always had those conversations. Um, and then, you know, one thing led to another, he decided that he wanted to start doing this. Um, and, you know, just said, Hey, what do you think about having our conversations, you know, basically on air or on a podcast? And I was like, of course I'm in. Um, so then we kind of, you know, at first it was him and I, and, you know, in the first initial stages of it, and we were like, well, let's, let's bring someone else in. And, and, you know, we immediately thought about Amy because she's on the same side of things of, you know, now she's more into like con porter and you know that those type of guys but um you know so we bring that aspect in it as well so um and then we just you know november came he was like let's do it and here we are love it love it so you, yeah so we joking with amy about con porter Who, who's yeah. your con porter who's your con porter charlie Ooh, it it seems to change um yeah, right now, I, um, hmm. There's a, there's a lot of content out there to, to ingest There's a lot right of now. content. <laughs> um, yeah. Are you, let me I'm ask never... this. Are you a Vellner or Fikowski? Vellner. Fikowski's too tall. Okay. Vellner, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Maddie Vellner. Yeah fan myself um i mean my favorite about, uh, Pat Vellner. okay josh bridges we'll, we'll try to get him on the show then that would that, that would be a fun interview 
Absolutely. He's a good dude. Yeah. So I've heard. <laughs> so, so I've heard and read somewhere. Right, right, right. Uh, funny story about uh, Pat Vellner. We were at uh, the regionals where he tore his bicep. I don't know if yeah. you remember that. Yep. Um, he was out to dinner with yep. his, his family and we met him and we were like, oh, there's that cool guy. But we didn't really know his name because <laughs> he hadn't been that well known up to then, yep. or at least we weren't up on the region that we were at. And the microphone was real garbled during the day. And we, could, we thought his name was Matt Bellner. Ah. So Matt with an N, Bellner yep. with a B. So yeah. we're like, that's that Matt Bellner guy. And we were looking for him on the leaderboard because he was doing really well and we couldn't find him anywhere. And, you know, come to find out that his name was actually Patrick Melner. Mm. <laughs> but he'll always be Matt Melner to me. Yeah. Um, and I think I've told him that a couple times. I think I met him at Rogue and told him that story. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. That's great. Is that great? <laughs> <laughs> Fangirling on Matt Melner. Right. It's uh, too much. Um, so, all right. So Josh Bridges, we'll work on that for you. Um, yep. what do you think, what do you think about the games? Do you think this is going to happen? Uh, I don't. Um, I think it's, it's going to be tough being in July. Um, and just because I, you don't know how far out of it we're going to be, you know, even if it's, you know, starting to clear up by June, that's still a lot of, of travel from, different areas into one place. Uh, you know, you wonder if, if Wisconsin will be okay with it. You wonder if, you know, how many people will actually go because of that. Um, I don't like the idea of an online. Um, I think that's, there's too many variables with that. That would make it too difficult. I mean, with people being able to cheat, be able to do in their home gym and their own gyms and with their own judges, it just becomes too It'd be, yeah, it just, it just you'd, becomes. You'd never, you'd never be able to crown the fittest that way. Correct. You know, it would have yeah. to be called something else. Right. Until you go head to head with Matt Frazier, I mean, I, I don't know how you can say. Because it becomes different when you know going to those events and seeing the difference of a crowd reaction and somebody getting fired up off of that, or being right next to him, and seeing, okay, this dude's. He's going, I got to throw my plan out the window, but then you blow up. You know, it's all those factors involved that you won't get on an online. So yeah. I say we, you, you push it a year and go, go at it next got, year. Yeah, two, two big disappointments for me if the games doesn't happen. One, um, there's a guy, Pete Shaw, out of Canada, who mm -hmm. qualified for his first games. Um, mm -hmm. I don't remember the sanctional that he qualified in, but – he was actually a judge at the games last year and he and I judged oh, wow. like the same lane of um, that first event, um, that first individual event. And he was real great to me, like, like a mentor. He's on seminar staff and things like that. He's qualified and I'm super stoked to see him compete, um, yeah. to just be there. And I really think that, you know, the games being canceled, folks that qualified are going to have to requalify, right. right? They're not going to get like a buy for next year. So that's my mm -hmm. number one disappointment. Number two, Fraser versus Froning, right? Yeah. This was his year to go, what, five in a row? Five in a row, yep. Right? And, and to, you know, beat, quote, unquote, Froning. Now, no disrespect to Richard Froning, but if the games don't happen, 
then it doesn't, ha it can't happen. Right. right. And then even right. if you win next year, people are going to be like, Oh yeah, but it yep. really wasn't, you know, four in a row because, or five in a row because we yeah. didn't have the game. And that drives me crazy yeah. that, yeah. you know, it's not going to be an apples to apples comparison ever. Right. Um, and that that whole debate will live on forever. Yep. yep. It's almost a conspiracy. It's almost, I was going to say, so are we starting the Rich Froning started this whole thing to save himself as the fittest? <laughs> oh man. Or, you know, Dave Castro or somebody. Yeah. Castro, yeah. Cause they are buddies. Yep. Yeah. Who knows? Oh man. I don't know. I think Rich can still hang though. It's he's he's a, he's built different. Yeah, he 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 really is. He he's a good dude too. Yeah. Uh, they both are. I'm a huge fan of both of them. I, I'm happy for both of their success and, and they are different athletes and uh we will never the world will never know. It's kinda like never know. You know, we'll never know the one greatest CrossFit mystery. Yep. <laughs> That's great. All right, so I have some silly questions for you just to wrap things up here. Um, cats or dogs? Dogs, for sure. Dogs. Do you have a dog? I do not, but I, I want one. You have five kids. It's okay. Correct. That's why. Once we get out of diapers, I think we'll – Well, and that's one thing I, I, I was telling Lisa was, you know, we already got people pooping on the floor. You might as well just throw right. another dog in there. What's the difference? <laughs> that's perfect. I love it. Uh, coffee or tea? Tea. Tea. What do you What do you put in your tea? Uh, sugar. Sugar. Okay. Unfortunately, the white stuff, the good yep. stuff. It's okay. Yep. It's better, better than some chemical you could add there. <laughs> right. Uh, so, aside from watching CrossFit, you have a sp favorite sport to watch? Um, I would say football or basketball. Kind of. Who are your teams? split between the two uh my football team are the carolina panthers uh, my okay. basketball team unfortunately is the Cavs. um i'm also a browns fan secretly but right. and outwardly but you know when they left i adopted the panthers because i was in charlotte so you know i was that's kind of but i've always been a Cavs fan and here we are there you are uh, aside from CrossFit, what's your favorite sport to participate in? We always talk about trying new sports, things like that. Um, I'd say basketball. Um, just because I get to – well, one, I get to play with my son. He still can't beat me, so that's that's good for me and my mental state. Um, and just being able to get out and, you know, you could really just kind of do that anywhere that you have a court um, and still – relatively hang with the, the younger group of people. Um, yeah, it's a great workout too. There's, there's a little too much running in it, but you know, other than that, I like to go half court as opposed to full. So <laughs> I know, uh, I know there was an interview with Ben Bergeron a few years ago, asking him if he could build, you know, like the 2035 CrossFit games champion, like what would he be doing with them now? And, uh, and basketball was the, was the winter sport of choice for him. He said, you know, with the hand-eye coordination and the movement, yep. um, the cutting and, and all that, he said it's probably yeah. one of the better sports to do. So yeah. it's not a bad one, that's for sure. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap that up. Is there anything else that we should know that, that I didn't ask? Um, I know you and I have never met before, so this is a sort of our first encounter. 
Um, no preview or anything like that. So if there's stuff that we should have dug into that you want us to, let's let's do it. Um, nothing that I can think of. Um, I'm sure we'll have more conversations as the days go on. Yeah, I hope so. This is this is like a great medium for us. Certainly uh, allows us to be isolated and still sort of keep in contact with each other and uh, and talk about the stuff that we love. So. Absolutely. I want to thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Um, like I said, thanks for the opportunity. I want to thank everybody for listening. And uh, we'll see you again next time on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. See ya. Thank you so much for joining us on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends. Remember, you can find us on YouTube now and all major podcast platforms. That's iTunes. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn. Uh, We're available on all those. And please hit that subscribe button on whatever you use and consider giving us a five-star rating. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next week on the Clydesdale CrossFitter and Friends.